Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, last week I didn't really finish the way I wanted to. I kept looking at the clock again, so this is part two (laughs) of... uh, Blessed, we are truly blessed with our eyes, what we see and what we hear. Let's let's pray. Lord, in the time that we live in, that we in just a couple weeks we've seen whether it's the fires in Hawaii or whether it's war breaking out even in a greater way in the Middle East or Father, just someone, maybe people here today uh, didn't even know a couple weeks that they had cancer. So, Lord, let us know that you are there every day, not just when we're feeling bad or things are going well. Lord, we're just so grateful. We are so blessed that we can open this book up. It is you. It is your word. And it speaks to us through the spirit that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, being, as we look towards the end end of summer, isn't it amazing how you see that sign, you see the sign on the schools, you know, it says, hey, have a great summer. And then you blink, welcome back to school. You know, like, oh man, where did the summer go? We get going so fast. I want to ask you this question because of being summer and you have cookouts, you have people over all the windows and the doors that are open and everything. Have you ever done this? I've done it. Be honest with yourself if you have. Uh, But have you ever gotten in such a hurry that it's your house or or you're at somebody's house and you just run right into that screen door, that glass door, wham, you're just going outside and it's bam, you know, and everybody starts laughing, you know, and you're... I think at one time or another, we've all done that. What's my point with that? My point is that in our world today, we are so preoccupied or we're so busy that we forget to take a deep breath and to know, as, we, as you know, it's City Church, how important we talk about to recognize, and that's what we're going to build on today, that you have the spirit of the true and the living God within you. The Holy Spirit, as a believer, is in your life. Jesus tells us, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And that's who we have. What the problem is, I I think that we look at, what I want to dive into even more today, is that we're blessed because of what we're going to read in God's Word but every day. That's what I want us to look at. It's every day that God wants you to see something spiritually in such a way that you and I know that we're blessed. Let's, let's read the same verses that we did last week in Matthew 13, verses 16. To put it into context, Jesus is talking to disciples after he spoke in parables. And they're saying, Lord, why didn't you just tell them the way it is to begin with? He says, I want to know if they mean business. I want them to know if they're really willing to listen to me. And so he 
dives into so many different places or tells them, this is what I'm actually trying to say. This is what I want people to know what is happening. And this is what he says in Matthew 13, 16. But blessed are, this is you today, this is me as a believer. Blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. You know how many times that it tells us in the Gospels that people saw Jesus do miracles or heard him speak? And it says that they were astonished. They were amazed. But it doesn't say that their life changed. It says that they were astonished and amazed and just went back to their everyday living. They didn't take to heart what Jesus was actually trying to tell. What Jesus wants you and I to know today, he is actually speaking to you and to me when he says, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. What is that? That's what we try and so get across here at City Church in the spirit. What are we seeing in the spirit for life? What is happening in your life that you can look at in such a way spiritually that God wants to bless you. You're not going to look at it from a physical standpoint. You're not going to look at it from a worldly standpoint. You're not going to look at it what maybe someone else is trying to tell you or me about that situation. What God wants us to know is that we are spiritual. And as a believer, he is working in your life I don't know, we pray all the time in the back about whatever that you're going through as you walk through these doors, that God will speak to your heart, to your spirit, and will change your life. Let's build on this. I want you to look at another verse. Now look at John 16, 13, up in the book of John chapter 16 and verse 13. Again, Jesus is speaking. He says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Jesus was telling those that he loved, we as believers, what he was telling the disciples then, listen, I'm preparing for you when I leave, meaning when Jesus says, I'm leaving this earth, I'm going to give to you as church history in the book of Acts, which we'll close with today, I'm going to give you my spirit that's always going to be with you, and I'm going to lead you, and he calls the Holy Spirit, which is so important, he calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth. It is so powerful that he goes on further to say it is the greatest authority that is in this world is the spirit that we have, the spirit of truth, to guide us every day. That's how we're blessed. Give you an example. The authority that Jesus gives us and that he has. They were meeting a lot of times in the Garden of Gethsemane. Judas knew that probably that he would be there on that week we call Passover week or we call that Passion Week. And Jesus was there with the disciples. Judas told those of the day, the soldiers and the centurions and all those, as he betrayed Jesus, this is where he will probably be this night. 
So it says that all those that were in the army, and he took the, those that were the mightiest with them, the scribes, the Pharisees, and the warriors, they went to find him. And sure enough, Jesus was there in the garden with his disciples. And they go to arrest him, and they ask him this question, are you, because it's dark at night, and they want to make sure, are you who they say that you are? When Jesus spoke and says, yes, this is who I am, when he spoke, it says all those that were in the army, the greatest, strongest words, all of them, when he said, yes, this is me, they fell to the ground. That's the authority that Jesus... What about all the demons? All the demons that were cast out. When Jesus was around all the people and he was getting ready to heal those that were of, of that affliction of that day and were possessed of demons, the demons knew who he was before the people did that day. And he said, you're, you're not coming for us, are you? And they called him who he was, Jesus, the Son of God. We have to recognize today, every day, that if we know that we have the authority of Jesus on our life, he's going to guide you in the truth that you need. We're in a world of what? The devil is the father of lies. The world today is full of the spirit of the Antichrist. Why do we see even in our own community, it's not, it's not in... Uh, some bad places in Chicago or out in California or down in some of the worst places in Miami. No, we're seeing some of the most atrocities even in our own community. How can someone do the things that they do and the crimes that are committed? It's we're living in a time, Jesus says, before I come back, there will be a lawlessness and a coldness. It's the spirit that we see of the Antichrist. So what am I trying to get at today that you can be blessed at from what you see and what you hear every day? How can that happen? Because Jesus says that spirit that you have, if you're willing to wait and believe, this is important now, believe what Jesus tells you is the truth. Oh, no, no, Lord, I, yeah, that's good. But, you know, I think, it, I, I, I think let, let me just try and do it. Uh, let me do it this way for a little while. And then, you know, you can come along with me and help me make that decision. No, the Lord is saying, I'm going to show you my word, what the truth is. If you're willing to walk with me in that spirit of truth, you will be blessed. You read it again. However, when he, remember when the Holy Spirit comes, he did in the book of Acts when Jesus left this world. He will guide you into what? Not just, not just what some of the things you're going through. You are equipped in everything that you're going to face, in all, all the things that you go through. He's going to give you the truth that you need. You know, I always say this. We just stop too soon. We give up. The day before, the week before, we just stopped. God's saying, I'm going to guide you. I'm not going to, those problems that you have in the store are not going to be fixed overnight. But what he is telling us, I'm going to guide you in such a way with truth. You're going to look around at everybody's answers and you're going to know, you, you're going to know that you're on the right path. And when you and I know that we're on the right path, there is a calmness that we have. We're going to look at it in a minute. There's a calmness that we have because we know 
that we have what is called absolute truth. The devil cannot give you truth. He can only lie to you. Jesus is going to give you all the truth that you need every day. It's right there in the book of James. You say, how do I get that? Now, I'm just as guilty of it as you are. Every day, the Bible says that we can ask him for wisdom and as much as we need. Now, I'm going to ask you not to feel guilty because I do the same thing. How many days last week did you ask the Lord to give you wisdom for what you're facing? That's truth. Jesus will give you that truth and your spirit and will guide you. And because of that, we'll be able to see, we'll be able to hear from him, and we'll be blessed. Let's look at another verse. Let's look over in 2 Timothy and bring it down maybe right where you are today. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses, just verse 7. It's quoted a lot. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. I want you to notice now what God is telling us in this verse, that everything he's telling us here involves our spirit. It's not just power. It's not just love. And it's not just a sound mind. He's telling us he's not given us a spirit of fear, but the spirit that he does give us he wants to give us is the spirit of what? This is what it is. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but the spirit that he has given us is a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear. People afraid of today. What's it, what's it spirit of fear that the devil throws at you and, and, and gets at? You know, if I could say really what people and it can actually change is you depending on your age whether you're in high school or, or a few years older or whether you're retired I, I don't know but you're fearful of different things at different stages it is amazing I was that, that today more than ever people are fearful probably of their finances what's going to happen and, and people are, are afraid of of health concerns that so many people have cancer people are are, are fearful or what's going to happen to my marriage in this crazy world that I'm living in today what's actually going to happen in the world people are constantly living every day in that spirit of fear that spirit of fear you know if you if, 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 I was at the grocery store and um this kind of this bread I like. It, I don't know if you ever heard of it or not, but it's a, it's it's uh, a health bread, and, it, and it's called Ezekiel bread. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Or not. It actually has Bible verse on it and everything, but it's it's a it's really healthy for it. Regardless of what my kids say, they have a terrible diet. That I do eat good. I eat Ezekiel bread. Okay, that's one thing. Okay, so anyway, so I go and I get this. All right. And, you know, it used to be four, you know, what's a loaf of bread now? Two, 250, I think it's what it is somewhere. You can get two for something, yeah, whatever. But anyways, so it used to be 450, okay? Now, I, and I'm walking, just shaking my head out of the grocery store. And saying, it's, it's $9 for a loaf of bread. 
for a loaf of bread. It used to be four. And it's like, what? And then if you've seen it, like, you know, what soda is now, it used to be three for nine dollars. Now it's now you think you're getting a deal if it's three for nineteen, right? <laughs> and I say to myself, or I say to the little girl to check out how are young fam- how are families doing this today? There is a fear there today. It's put pressure on people today of their finances and what they're going to. You know, there's a fear today because all that we see that, that so many things that are happening in relationships that people are fearful and they don't know how that they can, they're not sure, they're not sure if they can trust their mate now, right? You know, one of the, the, without a doubt, one of the main signs that you know, it, it, without a doubt, if, if one, if a husband or if a wife is starting to or is cheating on one or the other is if they hide their phone all the time. Without a doubt, that is the clearest sign. Because you know why? You know what that phone does? That phone is going to tell you the real truth. It's going to tell you what's going on. We don't like all the things that are going on in the world and all the things that we're afraid of today and all the things that we're facing. And, that, and, and it gives us that spirit of when you turn the news on and now you're already fearful because of what I just said and that spirit of fear. And then you turn the news on where our political scene is or what's happening with wars all over the world and now you're even more afraid. What's going to calm us? How are we going to be blessed Every day. It's by what we see and what we hear spiritually. And what God is telling us today in that is what does he do? He's given us the spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us power and love and of a sound mind. You know, if, if you're getting back to relationship, if your husband or wife or whatever in those relationships, if they're on track and doing what the Lord's telling you, you don't have to be afraid in your relationship because you know that they are following God's path. If they are trusting God, you can trust them. If she is trusting God, guys, you can trust her. See, what the Lord is saying here, that that love that we have is the purest form of love that what? Will guide us always in truth. Truth doesn't always tell you what you want to hear. God is going to tell us some things through his word that we don't want to hear. Maybe the way that we're living. But if we're willing to really open his word up and say, you know what? I don't have to be fearful, but I have to understand that this spirit that God has given me is so powerful that he will help me overcome any temptation that I face. God is so powerful in the spirit that he gives me that I know that if I love in the relationships that I should and that I have, that he's going to fix all of that. I, I, I know that what does it mean then to have a sound mind? Right, just a sound mind that you make good decisions. That's not what it's talking about. It's that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of a sound mind. And you're blessed 
because you can see and you can hear. And what happens is that sound mind is twofold. There's, what it means is clarity and self-control. You have such a sound mind because the Holy Spirit is guiding you in truth that you have such a sound mind that you can see. You're going to be so blessed that you can see into the spiritual that the grass isn't greener. You can see into the spiritual that you know without a doubt that, that the Lord has given me such clarity that I know if I get involved in whatever it is out there, it's going to destroy me and everybody around me. But I also know if I live according to what he's trying to tell me in his word, I will have self-control because I can see what God wants me to see. And when I do that, I'm going to be blessed because you're going to have the relationships that God wants you to have. You're going to have joy and you're going to have peace. But we just somehow, some way today, I read not too long ago how many believers today, those that love the Lord, say, dude, just don't even pick this up. Three times a week, maybe. I guarantee you, he will, how many times do we say here at City Church, just five minutes a day, the Holy Spirit will change your life and give you clarity and self-control and love and a power. That's the spirit that he gives us. And when he gives us those things, see, notice you don't have to work for him. What God said, he's given. For God has not given. So what does he give? He gives you what you and I need. He gives us a spirit of love and of power. Notice what I said. When the Lord spoke to the demons or those that he hated him, he had complete authority. That's power. You and I have the power of God resting in our life. Recognize. See what he is doing in your life. And when you see that and you hear that, you will live the way God wants you. When you live the way God wants you to live and you have that peace and you have that joy, guess what happens? You're blessed. Because we see in a way that the world doesn't doesn't see. See, you, you, are, you, you know that Christianity is the only, I don't like using the word religion, but it's the only faith in all the world. If you can say there's thousands of different ways you, people believe or want to believe in God. It is the only, he, Jesus, is the only one that has what we talk about, the Holy Spirit. It is unique only to Christianity. Think about how other people live in other faiths. They're not directed by the spirit of truth. They don't know. They're just going on some type of rigid rules and regulations, and hopefully, just maybe hopefully, they'll get to heaven. That's what they believe. Would not want to live that way. See, we are truly blessed as a believer. Because Jesus will give us everything that we need in this life. And he will let us see life in a way that you and I will make decisions that maybe we wouldn't have made last year, but because we are guided, as God says, 
and his word, we are guided in that spirit of truth that you're going to become stronger as a believer. And maybe some of the things that you're facing today that you couldn't have faced five years ago, but you can now because you are more powerful and stronger and God has gifted you in such a way that you can see and it brings that strength into your life in your spirit. How many times have you heard that? I've said it myself. We've all said it. I, I don't know how I would have done this years ago. Why is that now? Because you have grown in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because he's come through here, he's come through here, and he's guided you here, and you know that you're blessed, you're going to stay on that, you're going to stay on that path, and you're going to trust him. And when we trust him in our faith, see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That faith step that you might have to take, or it might be ongoing right now, you can't see from a worldly standpoint, but God's saying, I'm here, right in here. I'm directing, I'm here, I'm with you. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get through, you're gonna make it. Man, we are so blessed. When we are able to see and hear, it only comes through God and it only comes through his son, Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says that, you know, we, we get this couple things, we'll close. We, we get this misunderstanding that in Jesus' day that he was killed by those people of the day. It's not true. The Bible tells us that that God is so powerful in the power that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, as he walked this earth, that in 1 John 3.16, it tells us that Jesus laid down his life for you and for me. See the power that we pull from? No one overcame Jesus. No one could do what he did. No one ever will. God tells us in his word that one day, every, every, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, he is a king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. That's who we're able to connect with. And he will guide you Whatever the fear is, let Jesus take it out and put into your spirit and give you the spirit that's already within you. He's just reminding you today, you don't have to be fearful. He's reminding you today that you have the power of Christ resting upon you. And he gives you clarity to make the right decisions and you don't have to be afraid. And you recognize in the middle of the night when no one is there and he speaks to you how much that he loves you. Let's close with this last verse. It's found in the book of Acts. There I want you to be reminded because we are so blessed by what we see and what we hear that, that I, I just want to remind you today when you see the wars and the rumors of wars, you hear the coldness and the the crimes that we see committed and all the things that are taking place in all the digital currency that 
probably not too far in the distant future. And, and I saw this lady on the news, and she was at a store, and this is how she probably looked like. She's probably around 40 years old. The reason I say that is because this lady knew nothing, 40 years old, knew nothing about the Bible. And she was so excited that they are using her as an experiment that the chip that they implanted within her hand. And she was so excited to be able to go to the store and not worry about anything. And she, she was just jumping up, oh, I can just do this and, and I can purchase everything. And I'm thinking, she doesn't have a clue. But here's what I'm getting at. This is our world. I want you to know that you and I are blessed. Because when we see everything that's going on in the world, I'm here to tell you, not only to warn you, but, but hopefully to, church, to, to just empower you in such a way. Make the decisions that impact eternity. Don't just, just live to live every day. Know that Jesus is coming back soon. And know that, man, I, you know, as I, as I was driving last night, I think, man, Lord, I, I've, is there only so many messages I've got left? I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's five or ten years. I don't know, but I know it's soon. I know many people aren't looking at it. If you and I have that hope, hope, godly hope, hope in the Bible hope, as we see in here, we're blessed because hope, God's hope, never disappoints. If you are following the Lord and you see and you hear from him, he's never going to disappoint you. Might, you might think he's, he's running a little bit late, but he's never going to disappoint. Let's close with this. Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Man, the disciples were all over the place. You know, the Lord, I thought you were going to do this, Lord, and I, we're not sure. We didn't know that you were going to have to die, and you rose again. You know, man, finally we've gotten through that. You're here with us again. Now the Lord's saying he, he's leaving. That's why he said, I'm going to give you my spirit that's going to be with you always. He's gathered with all the believers. As the church history starts in the book of Acts, he's standing there with them, and this is what he says. Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Now, when he had spoken these things, he was talking about what we just talked about, how the Holy Spirit will come upon them. Now, when he had spoken these things while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfast towards heaven, he went up, behold, Two men stood by them in white apparel, in other words, two angels, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go up into heaven. Amen. Hey, we're, do you know that you are of, Pastor Ernie and I were painting background, you, you know all of us are in this generation that... No other generation could say what I'm about to say up to this point. We are, we are of the generation that we can honestly say that you might not ever have to experience death. Man, we're blessed. When we see and we hear. What they say, what, what, what are you guys doing? 
They're saying, the Lord told you, you know, the last three and a half years, he told you what was going to happen. Now just go and proclaim the good news. Tell everybody. That's what he said. That's what he wants us to still do. That's what we're about. He wants to take whatever you're going through, you know, and he wants it. And he wants you to use it. Your adversity, your trials, your busted up marriage, your cancer, your heartache, your wayward kids, but you're still on that path. And other people see it. And they ask, hey, how are you doing this? Say, I'm not. See, one day, many years ago, I accepted Jesus as my Savior. And I'm blessed. And I'm here to tell you today that the same one who guides me in this life with his truth will do the same for you. And you can lead them to the Lord. Do you know that that's why you're still here? That's why I'm still here. For our kids, grandkids, yeah. And to tell them about Jesus. And to tell their friends. And to tell our friends. And to tell the people that we work with. When they see this crazy world that we live in. And we can tell them, hey, you don't have to be fearful. Here's who Jesus is. And he can calm all your fears if you accept him. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, you know, we always talk to those that are watching and listening and uh, on all our different social media and, and the app that we have. And God tells us, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, if you're watching and you're needing that hope and you're living in that spirit of fear, I want you to see the way Jesus wants you to see. I want you to hear me, and I believe you've heard from Jesus say he's knocking on the the door of your heart. All you have to do, because God's word tells us, for whosoever, that's you and that's me, anybody, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the name of Jesus shall be saved. And what a time to know that you can accept Jesus as your Savior. All you hear in the news, all you hear what's going on in your family, all the things they're having, you can have a calm in the midst of the storm because you can have your name written in the eternal book of life. Just pray with me. Jesus, I don't understand everything. But I believe right now that there's something that you're knocking in my heart, my spirit. I need you. Only you can save me. So Jesus, right now, by faith, I believe that God sent you just to me. 
I believe you died on a cross for my sins. And Jesus, I ask you right now, please forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died on a cross and shed your perfect blood for me. Jesus, forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live. Help me to live by your resurrection power. Jesus, we ask it in your name that if anybody else, it's even right here in the midst of this place today that a friend would bring a friend or a family member and accept you today as their Savior as Ben leads us in this song, in this invitation, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross, and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.